Many parents, the first time they consider leaving a bit of the planet behind is when they become pregnant. Until I had my first baby, I selfishly hadn't considered recycling, composting, energy saving, or even being slightly green. I also hadn't considered that the potentially toxic chemicals in my home and in my skincare products could also have an impact not only on the environment, but on my own health and well-being. During pregnancy, it's a great time to focus on pampering yourself and your baby inside. And the good news is that there are now lots of affordable lotions and potions that are 100% natural. Remember, I'm imperfect. I don't get everything right. So I'm not going to lecture you to become the perfect eco-warrior earth mother who knits her own yogurt. But you can reduce toxins and save your skin and your health. You'll also save some money and you'll leave behind a little bit more of the planet in the process. Nutrition Eat well. Your nutrition is the single most important thing for a healthy pregnancy. Once you become pregnant, it's best not to eat for two, or 22, as I think I did for a while in my first pregnancy. A pregnant woman only actually needs an extra 200 or so calories a day, and goodness, I think I may have eaten that every hour for the first month. But try not to be too concerned with your weight during pregnancy. During my last one, the midwives kindly asked me if I wanted to be weighed on my routine checkups, and I chose not to be. There really didn't seem to be any point. Pregnancy is definitely not a time to be trying to lose weight at all. So as long as you're healthy and you're not obese, it's best not to panic. With my first, I got a huge shock when I realised how much weight I'd gained. But thankfully, someone reminded me it wasn't all fat. The placenta and fluids, extra blood, and of course the baby, all added up too. It is worth considering your diet carefully. Make sure you eat a varied range of foods and, if possible, get advice on any nutrients, vitamins and minerals you may be lacking. It's a good idea, too, to carry on with a supplement such as folic acid that you may have taken before conception. If you find you've got cravings, before you reach for the coal or the chocolate ice cream that you don't just fancy, you actually crave, well, that was my excuse, but do think about dietary deficiencies that can lead to cravings for particular foods. This is one time when what you eat and drink is of immense importance. Eat plenty of organic fruit and veg. Pulses and beans, nuts and seeds are good too. You must make sure you get enough essential fatty acids. If you're not vegetarian, try and eat some oily fish every week too, particularly in the last trimester. It helps to develop your baby's brain, but do treat yourself to some organic salmon if you can get it you will notice a huge difference from the brightly coloured regular kind that can contain all manner of dyes and antibiotics. Try and reduce the amount of processed foods you eat. They simply have less nutritional value. Too much sugar and white flour products can leave you feeling bloated, which is not ideal in pregnancy, and also lethargic. So think about some healthy snacks for when you've got the munchies. You know the kind of deal, the stuff that gives you energy, carrot sticks and hummus, a handful of nuts and seeds, some dried fruit, anything really to avoid the fizzy drinks, the pastries and the sugary snacks. Drink copious amounts of water. Now I know you're probably peeing for England anyway if you're pregnant, but your body will get adjusted after a day or so. Make sure though that you drink water at room temperature. If it's chilled, it's a shock to your system. 
Fresh juices are great, and of course you won't be needing me to tell you to avoid alcohol and caffeine. Having said that, I am imperfect, and I do confess to having the occasional glass of wine and the odd cappuccino. Exercise. Exercise is important. Of course, this is not the time to take up hugely energetic sports or exercise programs if you don't usually do that. But there's no reason why, after about 14 weeks, you can't resume your usual exercise routine. If you're like me and you don't actually have an exercise routine, well, then now is the time to introduce some gentle exercise into your already packed days. It seems hard, I know, to fit everything in, but I can't recommend highly enough antenatal yoga. Make sure you find a class that's specifically designed for pregnant women. Even if you're fairly experienced, regular yoga.